box, 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 box. Ladies and gentlemen, you have Shion Roy Choudhury, the needle salesman. <laughs> the needle salesman. You have Karun Chandok, not Karun Chandok. Karun <laughs> Kanan, the future Karun Chandok. <laughs> and you have myself, the dweeb. Himself. And we Himself. are here after the Austin Grand Prix, Kota, Kota. <laughs> First and foremost, before we do anything, discuss anything about racing, I think we, just, there's, we need five seconds of silence for Dietrich Matisic, who has done so much for the sport, pour one out, do whatever you need to do. But the amount of opportunities he gave to so many drivers who have absolutely smashed it throughout the years, how we come in as a non-car manufacturer and dominate the sport in two separate stints. Um, just like actually wonderful what he's done for the sport. So we'll give it. And we'll follow it with a little applause. All right, gents, on to business. Now, quite frankly, I really don't give a toss about the results of Kota. The championships are over. So to dive into the first topic, the Red Bull cost cap infringement, the 5%, anywhere between $1.3 million and $7 million. To me, this all but confirms that they paid Latifi 5% Shut of their cap up, to crash in Abu Dhabi <laughs> and win Max the championship. They knew that they would want to finish under normal racing circumstances, not a red flag. Where else could this... They, I read, I read the, lunch. the thing. Come on, hey. I read the thing. Lunch, they said they're included in the, the unaccounted money spend was uh, paid sick leave that they forgot to account for. And I think that just meant Latifi. They have good benefits. Red Bull Racing is a great company to work for. Yeah, they're just trying to feed their people. You're getting all pissed yeah, because they're trying to feed their people. Come on. Come on. No, 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 no. no. It's one too I, many creme brulees. I... Also, I, listen, I think they I am would never put that protest. stuff on the book anyway, all right? I That's am going to personally protest the results of Abu Dhabi 2021. Listen, because this is, come on. Join the club. Gonna, I would do it off with an offshore account that had nothing to do with <laughs> He's already rich. He <laughs> paid his way into Formula <laughs> 1. Helmet yeah, why the TV doesn't need any money. Yeah, I guess that's a counterpoint to my own point. If Latifi gets signed with like Alpha Tower or something, then... I would worry, but nah, there's no way anyone's signing that guy, dude. Yeah, but there's no, no way. Out of the sport. He should come to IndyCar. He might have. Bro, fun. his qualifying was just like in the same exact car, just consistently so far behind Albon. It's just, it's surprising. I don't Albano think he cares talent, anymore. Though. I was thinking about <laughs> this in the elevator. Talent. I was thinking about this in the elevator the other day. Wow, elevators talks love that. And it just didn't work out for him. F1's not cut out for everyone. I hope he goes on to a different car, like driving series and succeeds because he obviously has pace and is capable but ultimately i just like i think yuki sonoda is gonna go as well soon some drivers just aren't cut out for it 
I agree on Yuki. I think in comparison to to Nikki, like Yuki looks pretty decent, right? Like he looks a little bit more consistent. Looks like he's got a little bit more fire in him. So I feel like you know, when team when looking at twenty drivers total, you look at Nikki and then you look at Yuki, and you're like, all right, cool, Yuki, like you know, has somewhere he could potentially go. So I feel like maybe he has another Yuki year. He has like two, or two things going for him. One is that he was like he's coachable, right? Like he's shown some amount of improvement under like you know, like mm-hmm. he's told what to do. And the other is that he's the only Japanese driver, and that's a nice market. Yeah, I've ultimately scored a point this weekend, but also ultimately, yeah. I think he'll see the door next year. But we've started with the yeah, opposite end of the spectrum, the, um, the people who shot the bed. I do want to start on the race on a positive note. So, gentlemen, your driver of the day for Kota this year. My God, that was the most electric driving I have seen. <laughs> Well, honestly, I've never... <laughs> Vettel. Sebastian. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you didn't say the name, and to me, there's, oh, sorry. Two, I thought... <laughs> there's two people it could have been, and Seb was 100% one of them. Checo also flying through the air and then managing to finish the race. was Alonso. Not Checo, Alonso. Sorry. Alonso doing that. I think Checo kind of also heavy. running the entire race with a broken that's, front wing. Uh-huh. That's, that's two of them, the, the Vettel, yeah. Alonso, my two driver of the days. I mean, Seb, you, that was an absolute... Seb was on for a P6, potentially a P5. Oh, dude, the final corner pass on K-Mag? Come no, on. No, it was no. ridiculous. Come he was on. typing off his socks. Oh, and then in the post-race uh, audio, like him talking to his team, he was so pumped. I have not heard a pump Seb in three years, dude. That was insane. And he had a photo finish with Alonzo last race night, a photo finish with k-mag this race and he would have finished p6 as well without that bad stop but then to not let it get him down and still come back to finish on track in p8 get promoted to p7 like yo dude a lot of dog i it's not only that but i seriously do think that aston martin are developing a quick car The, the 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 difference if you look in the first half of the season to the second half of their sunday car well first of all they always had a decent sunday car but it's a better car on Saturday right now, and it's even better on a Sunday. Like, I, I think that Seb is going to give absolutely everything these last races because he realizes he has a car that can score points, and what if he gets one more podium? Oh, my God. Seeing Seb at the podium Could you imagine? unbelievable. Dude, the best send-off. I also that would be Pitwall's doing better, too. Like, strategy-wise? Yeah. 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 Like, 100% to, like, agree. Their, their competition in that region, like. The, uh, the the pit foil was that like the the gun kind of dying out on him or was it was there actually like some kind of like uh, human error when it came to the pit? I stop? think that's what happened to Max. Is the gun kind of? Oh yeah, yeah, Max was the Max was I think the gun. That was a bit different. I, I thought they used slow. a second gun in Seb's as well. Oh really? Mm. Okay. Uh, Whatever I it was, I mean, it was kind of it was kind of heartbreaking. But honestly, long story short, to see where he's been in the past in situations like that, something gets screwed up. He's upset. Race ends. He's on the points. And, you know, it's just a sad story. Because he didn't have he the was car so, as well. Like, so fired mm. up this time. So fired. I have dog, not heard that. Dog. God, dude. I listened to that three times. I like. I, I heard them show that after, like, the ceremony. And I went back and played it again and then played it one more time. I was like, that is everything I needed out of Coda. He scored points, I think, in Coda every single time, except for when, like once when he had to retire or something like that. You, you know, we have to we have to give credit to that track as well. Like that, 
I, I honestly think Great it might track. be my third favorite track on the calendar behind Silverstone and Interlagos. I, I think turn one is like one of the most iconic turns. Yeah. Like, it, the the it hill, the, flag. the gradient. The hill and also mm. the, the, the underbreaking into like the retake is like just happens so often that like also making it landing that overtake is, and the, is actually harder than I thought. T1 and the snakes as well. The snakes are That's I was going to say, dude. I like I just yes. kept going on F1 TV and just watching like Max go through, like Charles go through the snake. And it's left, right, left, right. And then left again. And then right again. And then left again. And down and right again. And I'm like, yo, this is insane. That's why I think, I think where Formula One is messing up on TV is that they should always show that graphic of the racetrack, especially yep, during yep. qualifying and show where the driver is. Cause sometimes if you're riding on board, you don't actually have a concept of where they are. You're just like, you're just driving with them. But if you can see like, oh, he's navigating the snakes right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's on the back straight. Cause like, of course, Brundle and Crofty like know exactly where the car is. And they're like, all right, they're turning into the back straight. He's gonna have DRS the next lap or the next corner. It's like, I want to see that on a graphic as well and visualize where they are in the lap. So I know like, oh, he's gonna have a six slip, slip stream here. Or that was a great exit out the turn. But yeah, all I gotta say is Brad Pitt given uh, <laughs> the the short, cold shoulder was unacceptable, genuinely to, unacceptable. To Brundle, to Brundle, it's unacceptable. He's I the think sweetest anyone, character on the pit lane. Anyone to anyone who gives Martin Brundle the cold shoulder does not know Formula One. I think I've said this before, but I I, I think Martin Brundle is one of the goat sports like personalities, mm-hmm. sportsmen on TV. I love his commentary. I love his grid walk. I energy. look at the way that Stormzy interacts with Martin Brundle. That is how one should talk to Martin Brundle. <laughs> I'll have to go watch that. Or, or, or even, uh, I saw this on TikTok, Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> no way, really? What, yeah. She, she like, talked she, really no, nicely to yeah, him? She was, she was, like, very conversational with him. I love <laughs> even it. Even though her, secu- her security was like, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's always yeah, security. Yeah. I think Serena Williams' security has been a dick yeah. to him. Um, Speaking of celebrities, Tim Cook. Yeah. Yeah. I was just about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Someone get that man a Red Bull. Yeah, he is a like, bot. I think, I think I think he's an NPC, dude. I really think he's an NPC. <laughs> I was like, bro, show some excitement. You're literally waving the flag. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Oh, yeah, but uh, props to Kota. Brilliant track. We do have to make our way out there when mm. like the, in, the this world crazy formula one calms down a little bit and tickets yeah. are more uh-huh. to cool down a little yeah yeah market's crazy right now it's like every single market but anyways um all right red bull champs can't totally ignore that like you know well done mm. I, I don't know they've been champions it was like since yeah, the summer break well yeah i, I you We've been privileged to see a lot of Charles and Max racing. I mean, more so earlier in the first five, six races of the season. But seeing Max versus Lewis this race, like, it, it, just, it just gave me, it gave me goosebumps, you know? It, it hit different. Um, I was, Lewis was so close, close to it. At, at Max's slow pit stop, I was on my feet cheering, like, a few more seconds, a few more seconds. But, oh, man, ultimately, they didn't have the pace. But, like... How exciting is that going to be to hopefully see that again next year? I mean, think about the progress the Mercedes team has made as a whole, right? I think they've stepped it up a lot, and they're they're continuing to bring upgrades to the car. I think they've really just decided this year is a feeler year, get used to new regulations, and I do think we're going to see, uh, you know, Lewis, potentially George, back at the top again, mm-hmm. fighting, for, fighting for all the marbles. 
I'd be interested to see if it's like almost a reversal of the last era where like, like, you know, Red Bull was really strong with Seb and then they entered the hybrid era on the back foot and Mercedes kind of just dominated in the beginning. Now it's kind of, the roles are slightly reversed, at least off of like a one year sample size. And it's like, all right, it's like Mercedes going to be able to like catch up in a year. Right? Mm. Like I think next year is going to be like super important for like, at least like internal morale and all that stuff. And like, I hope they do just to like make a three horse race at the top. Yeah, I mean, I could see Ferrari falling out of it very realistically. <laughs> I hope not, man. Like, that would be so demoralizing if it's just the same two teams again. Dude, Carlos has been cooking, too. I mean, if we're going to talk about Ferrari, can we just, like, mention the fact that Carlos uh, is... Really unluckiest driver, <laughs> the, unluckiest yeah. driver of the season. I was actually very so prepared brutal. to see a Carlos win there. Yeah, it's so brutal, man. man. I was always, even at the very least, prepared to see him battle with Max throughout the whole race. Like we have, it, it's the narrative has been the same. It's been, it's been Charles and Max almost every single race when it is something close. I just wanted to see Carlos in that position, in that, you know, fighting for, I wanted to see, this was an opportunity for the dog to really come out in Carlos. I'm sad that he got it taken away. First Carlos car. has that dog. I feel like he's proven yeah, yeah, yeah. without a doubt with his ability to just call. Well, the well, shots hold the up, hold up, hold up. Let's let's relax on the word dog because there's only two drivers I would say have dog in them in Formula One, and that's Max and Lewis. Right is now, it, okay. Is, I, is I, it results said, oriented? Is it results oriented? Ah. Are you saying they're on? Like I'm saying it based off his on-track behavior, where he's not afraid. To, you know, go against the pit and go with his gut. You know what I mean? Like that's okay. what I think he. I'm like talking about like, having the ability to consistently pull out results and uh, get that luck. You make your own luck, okay? Like, yeah, but that's, there's a reason Max doesn't crash at every race anymore. Like he was in 2018, 2019, he had a few. Um, so much of that is dependent on the actual car, right? Like, the, I think that the dry isolating the drivers themselves. I'd even say Lando's in contention for like having that dog and him. Alonso for sure. Like, there's tons of other people I think that have that fight and that drive to kind of like go against the team call or something like that, which is what I think having a dog means okay well we're just defining dog i'm talking about results driven dog and you're talking about like by your definition 100 agree. who can yeah. pull out the, who, who are you gonna trust in the clutch max and lewis yeah and, yeah and seven but i want to see more dog in that sense from those drivers who have other dog in them but like yeah. could have that killer edge i mean granted it is the car but yeah like i would love i mean to see i would say this was this was winning car i don't know uh, like like there's been a lot of events where it's like Carlos, like there was maybe one or two races, like for example, in Melbourne, where he, I would say it was his fault. Like Melbourne is an example where he messed up, right? Like someone like Max or Lewis is going to make a mistake like that. But in like this race, for example, like this was in, in Melbourne, he like, when he was going through like two back-to-back turns, he just kind of overcooked it and went off into the gravel and then he just couldn't get out and his race was over. But here, like, he was almost, he took the turn a little too shallow, right? And, like, I guess you could blame him for that. But, like, at well, the same he time, looking he, to did get the see, jump on he didn't see Russell and he didn't know, like. Matt, Russell also understeered right into him. Like, that's entirely yeah. George Russell's fault. Carlos <clears throat> was just looking ahead at trying to pack Max. Yeah. And, but again, you know what? Carlos would not have been in that position had he had a better jump. But Max beat him to T1. And Carlos yeah. put himself in a position where he w- he had to like try something, and then someone yeah, you know inside. didn't take the apex and understeered into him. Ah, <laughs> uh, people have been roasting George recently, man. Yeah, <laughs> like who's he gonna take out next week? <laughs> yeah. All that kind of stuff. 
I mean, I <laughs> I don't think it's like a George specific thing. I think he's just been a little bit, little, little aggro this year. Maybe it is a George specific thing. I think he's been a little aggro. He's been waiting for the seat for so, so, so long. And then some of that's starting to come out. I think it's a good reminder of how good Lewis is. <laughs> um, like working the car out with the team for the first half of the season and then just showing why he's a champ. And I, I think it also humanizes Valtteri a little bit in that second card. It's like people make mistakes and that, that second seat at Mercedes is, is so difficult to conquer. Yeah. And I mean, if you think about it, Valtteri was so consistent. I mean, he was, I think it was a great, it was a great drive preparing for Mercedes at that point. Oh, I think it's still going to be great in the future. Um, definitely not losing faith in George. Oh no, no, no! I'm not. I'm not losing faith in George. I'm just saying that the Valtteri driver pairing was was really. Oh, Valtteri. We just all okay, came okay. to. I think we all kind of took it took it for granted seeing Lewis win, 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 championship, championship, championship. Yeah. No, I don't think people. Yeah, it takes it takes a lot. Um, and let's not forget, Mercedes won the constructors last year. They did. Valtteri contributed. Mm-hmm. A lot. <laughs> I think Checo's actually going to put up a fight versus Max. No. Yeah. I, nah. No, no. I, not, I, I, not this I, year. Oh, next I don't year. Think he, I don't think he has that performance. I actually don't think he has the same performance as Max. I generally don't think he has that same uh, like driving IQ that Max does. I think Max is generational, and he's proven it now. Yeah, he's I. <laughs> yeah. Some say he's I. Yeah. Say. <laughs> some would say. Some would Sick. say. <laughs> be cool. Be cool. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, a word for Alonzo. What What are the stewards doing? What What yeah, are they thinking? Wait, like, want so black and orange him? If, if they If they really need to make a decision. What are all these post-race decisions that are absolutely killing the sport? What happened? What happened? I missed I missed it. Well, he had underfloor damage from obviously stroll crash. Like his front wing was damaged. Um, he also lost his right or his right rear, 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 yeah. rear was bent. Um, and they have black and orange Kevin Magnuson multiple times this year for less. And for the front wing thing, they pretty much exactly didn't call Alonso in to switch that. Um, so essentially the stewards has put in a submittal to the stewards, like, why didn't you black and orange him? You've black and orange just so many times. And the stewards took that and was like, oh yeah, you right. And penalized Alonzo for the stewards not to give them a black and orange flag during the Yo, race. yo, 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 yo. No I feel like way. that's complete. 30 second no penalty. Way. Yeah, 30 seconds. 30. Yeah. The equivalent of what had been a race? No, for this race. It dropped him out of seven. Oh. Okay, I, tell me this. I don't. I really don't understand this. Why would he be at fault if the stewards are not yeah. able to see it during the race? They have no idea what kind. They're not lifting up no, the, the car stewards to check could that it's see okay. it during the race. I mean, they, they easily could have done it if they were if they were like you know efficient oh, and like they did their job. I did the not consistency. Know that. That, is, that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. It's like football refereeing and VAR. There is absolutely no consistency. A thirty-second penalty. They gave him a penalty equivalent of coming into the pits, changing the front wing, front wing, and then leaving. I think. Dude, I mean, I. But they never gave him. I mean, he he pitted after that, right? He pitted after that for new tires. He could have totally done a wing change, an extra five six seconds for the wing change. That is ridiculous. I think. 
I, I think it's also yeah. it would be different if they told him during the race. Like we're gonna I completely that, agree. And he gets right. to actually fight, right? The stewards have literally penalized someone for their own um, ineptitude. Dude, like, what's the point of Alpine running that car anymore? If that, that car took a massive hit, crashed into the wall, went flying in the air, he's able to recover to a, a, a points finish. But then at the end of the race, they're like, oh, never mind, your car wasn't suitable to kind of race. If they had told him that at the beginning, there's no reason they would run the engine like that or run any of the other components of the car like that to failure, essentially. I feel like that's, wow. I did not know about that. That's actually pretty, that's an outrage. Well, that's I, like 10 laps after he crashed, I was looking at the timing sheet, like, oh, I wonder where Alonso is. Uh, so I started looking from the bottom. I'm like, all right, he didn't retire. Oh, looking up, looking up, looking up, looking up, looking up. Oh, look, getting to the points. I'm like, what? <laughs> get to eighth and it's Alonzo ahead of Alcon. I'm like, wait a second. Um, <laughs> is this the man who was not airborne for like two seconds? <laughs> um, Dude, yeah. that was a scary I'm crash. I'm so many memes. Break. Yeah, oh. right? So so many memes like Mercedes commented on Alonzo's post. Yeah, your car made out of vibranium. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but I, actually, I, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So had, uh, <laughs> we all agree that that was Alonso's fault for drifting late, right? Like he should have made no, no. that move more crisp. No, Stroll. Stroll. No, it was Stroll's fault. Stroll moved late. That's what, sorry, yeah. Stroll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without 100%. a shadow of doubt, not even a like, yeah. not even because it was so gradual, and then he, and he didn't make it snappy either. No, he also, it was just it was just illegal defending. It was dangerous and illegal driving. Yeah. Three plays grid penalty for next race for him. Which I mean, I think I think Alonzo was pretty like tempered on the radio after he got hit because he's like, all right, that's my teammate for next year. I gotta preserve this relationship. I, I could tell nah, that it's because it wasn't Lewis, bro. Thanks, all right. Oh, if it was Lewis, you'd be living. There's a racist Frenchman. Who knows, dude? I, you know how much I would pay? I would pay good money to see Alonzo win another championship. Come back, leave the sport. Come back. That would be legendary. Someone will make a movie about that in like 15 years. Next year, given the way that this car is performing. Yeah, the, and they have like the their wind tunnel as well. Yeah. No, I, 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 I laugh at his decision less than I did when he made it. Because <laughs> the car didn't have Dude, a lot of promise, honestly. I will say, I will say this also. The, the midfield battle has been spicing up. Yeah. It's been ridiculous. Like, I didn't fifth. realize it was as close as it was until you sent the, the constructor yeah. standings. It's ridiculous. First, second, and then third and fourth is also pretty close. And then... Second, uh, third, yeah. fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth. And then there's Williams Crazy. way down. <laughs> it's hard to get points, driver. though. Yeah, <laughs> I dude after after Japan, I looked in the Latifi points. I was like, "What? What must have been madness? Must have been chaos." <laughs> um, nah, pretty cool race though. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, I just felt like Max wrapped up the championship so long ago. Like even his the races after summer break. Like you look at that European triple header, Spa, Zandvoort, Monza. Like Max was just dominating those races from way far in the grid by like lap 20 was 20 seconds ahead of the field it, this race was like needed and if lewis had won it man it would have been so interesting but alas next season but oh, yeah. i mean there is still hope mexico Are, brazil it, and abu dhabi left isn't uh, mercedes bringing more upgrades in the nah. end of the season or, or is they that the last one that we brought yeah, to they it's not it doesn't make sense right yeah yeah they're done um, 
Predictions for Mexico. 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 Here, okay. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying because I don't want anyone else to take this. It's going to be a Red Bull of one two where Max is going to be leading Checo and Max will give him the win. That would be so cute. I, I, I think if... Max understands what it's like to win a home Grand Prix and he also should respect how good of a teammate Checo has been the last two seasons. Like, one less win will not impact Max's legacy more than one check one win at home that oh, will do for yeah. Checo's legacy. Dude, it would if the the Max's legacy would also benefit from this. I as uh, an avid Max <laughs> non-supporter, it would Max. seeing that would actually be like, damn. Okay, you know <laughs> what? He's got it. He's got it. Maybe, maybe Max. Be, uh, maybe Max is a good guy. His P, I think good his guy PR Max. team's gonna tell him. Yeah. Good guy Max. It's know, Kelly. It's guy. Kelly. She's changing him. It's the kid. Yeah, yeah Kelly. It's the kid. kid. Yeah. He's a it's, father. No, no, it's, uh, isn't it Hulkenberg? Too? A stepfather. No, it's Kvyat's kid. Yeah, sorry. It's Kvyat. Yeah. Damn, he's a dad. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Max is a stepdad. Jos Verstappen is a Jos Verstappen is a he's a grandfather. Step grandfather. Yeah. Yeah, Jos Verstappen's Damn, probably a grandfather to quite a few children in the world. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Max just happened to be the fastest one. <laughs> yeah, it's got tossed like in 300 like All in Sparta right, <laughs> oh. um, yeah so it, it'll be uh, a Checo Max um, and I'll go uh, Lando third Karun uh, I'll go Checo Russell Alonso Ooh, he's spicy. He's feeling himself. Well, Alonso did get a podium in the third to last race last season. Ah, I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. In the early parts of the season, Warren Reed did not a hater, but, you know, we we kept tossing Mick under the bus. And and I'm kind of worried for the fellas. So I'm going to give Nick a nice, uh, Mick a nice third place finish. (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, they're going to be three classified finishes. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to be 17 (laughs) GNFs. There's no way that happens with four points being awarded. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. So make it third. (laughs) What? Uh, Lewis in second, and then uh, dude, honestly, I I've been growing, I've been growing to Max a little bit. I will, I will not lie. I need, I need the fellas to know. It's been a minute since I've been on the podcast. You need to know. I have seen him as a, as a maybe a little bit more mature and a, and a respectable guy. He's a little bit more calm this season, and I think that's good for the sport as a whole. So I'll give him the win. You know, just out of just out of the fact that Max stonks are increasing these days. At least with short coin. All right. Cool. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, okay. that's that'll that'll do us for All Dakota right. 2022 <laughs> review. Uh, I you really catch us there next year. Well, you know what I think. I I really hope to see Ferrari and Mercedes end on a high because. The end of the season is so critical to the beginning of the following season. Like, if you think about Max's performance in 2020 Abu Dhabi, the dominant win he had in Lewis, recovering from COVID, but whatever. Like, that was 
a little glimpse into what could happen next season. Look at 2015, the way that Nico Rosberg finished that season and then went into 2016 with the Heat. Like, they're still important, in my opinion, is my, is my point. So hopefully we won't see another Max dominated next year, but we'll see a bit more fight. Books. Books, books. Books, 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 books. Signing off.